These days, everything's customized to you, from your TV show recommendations to your smart speaker. Isn't it time your trading platform was too? Say hello to Thinkorswim. Thinkorswim is fully customizable, so you can create your own indicators, perform technical analysis, and use personal predictions to forecast the values of stocks you care about. Get a tailor-made trading experience with Thinkorswim. Learn more at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Member SIPC. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. With Tab, I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. I can say talk. Uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock to pretty get online. We are also over at WTIC's Facebook page. We are broadcasting live, Facebook Live. Uh, so check us out. And uh, if you want to say hello or post what's going on, uh, feel free to do so while you're on the, uh, on the site there. But you were nice enough to join us on this lovely Saturday morning. Let's get right to your calls right away. Go to Mike in Wallingford. What's going on, Mike? Hey, not too much, guys. How are you doing today? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Couple Good. of questions. First has to do with uh, thinking about cutting the cord and getting rid of kids. Yes, sir. I don't blame you. Um, use uh, you know Netflix and Prime mostly for the movies, and so we got uh, we got five TVs in the house, and, and I'm thinking to access everything. I probably need to pick up. Um, I'm looking at possibly one um, the Roku sticks. Roku is a fine choice. Sure. Okay, and then for the the other channels, you know, we're we're we're, we're socks and. Uh, and Bruins fans, so I think that means I need to go with uh, Fubo. I'm not sure. I, yeah, can. I think you're right. I've heard that uh, Nesson has had a falling out with YouTube TV. So right. we're going to have to change as well unless Nesson gets their act together and, and, and works it out with YouTube TV. We're going to end up having to do some changes as well in, in the spring. All right. All right, so, so you're not familiar with Fubo. Uh, I'm not familiar with it, but I have looked at it because right when we heard that um, – Nesson was going away from YouTube TV. We started looking at alternatives. Uh, I, I yeah. think they're going to work it out, Mike. Uh, I, I would assume they're going to work it out, but who knows? Uh, yeah, I picked up the free trial this week because uh, my wife wanted to watch some of the uh, the, the women uh, UConn basketball games, which is yeah. on there as well. So it's you know seems to be okay. All right. So that's that's the uh, cutting the cord question. The other thing has to do with uh, internet security. Yeah. Um, it, it, it currently. I've got an old Dell desktop, um, which as I use that exclusively for my banking and uh, in my brokerage transactions. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't use the the Microsoft Surface, um, which which is a, I do my own surfing on. Yeah. But um, I have Norton 360, mm -hmm. uh, which which for their security measure, you know, they want you to connect with the VPN. Right. Um, and and actually sometimes when I do that, like I, when I'm using their VPN, I I can't connect to the um, you know the Vanguard uh, right. brokerage account. Right. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, uh, or should I not even be concerned about that? And my better option, and this is a question, would, would my better option be OpenDNS? Oh, a better option, and it's just a good option. Whether you do anything or else, is to use OpenDNS. Period. That's a good thing. Um, it's just a safer internet surfing experience by default. Um, but as far as the VPN goes. When you're using a VPN in your own home, you're really only protecting your surfing from the folks on your network. So, like, do you have family in your home? Yep. 
do you think they're going to actually try to hack your access while you're on Vanguard? You know, they're going to say, no, "Hey, is no. dad giving me is dad cutting me out of the will?" Uh, so the VPN really is only protecting you from the people in your home from uh, okay. knowing where you're surfing. A VPN is better better used when you're in a public space like a hotel or an airport um, so that when you're on that network in the in the airport Nobody sitting next to you who might be using a tool like Wireshark or what have you to try to figure out what Mike's doing on his network, they wouldn't be able to. Uh, so you're kind of overkilling it when you're doing it internally because your VPN pops out wherever that 365 occurs, right? So when you VPN, you're tunneling to another system, and let's just say uh -huh. it's Norton Systems, and let's say it's located in Pasadena. Who knows, right? Then it pops out, and it uses, hopefully, the DNS on that Pasadena server for you to get into your Vanguard. Now that Pasadena server has where you've been and what you're doing. Do you okay. trust the guys at Norton? I don't know. Should you? Don't know. Don't I don't know either. But, I don't know either. Right, but but so how is how is OpenDNS? What makes them different? So when you surf on OpenDNS, that's a Cisco um, product, and it's going to hopefully not let you go to malicious known malicious sites. So they're part of something called an umbrella. So professionally, the technology is utilized by businesses all over the place. And they'll be aware of these malicious sites. So if you use the DNS from your cable provider, they're, they're going to, A, track where Mike's going, right? They want to, hey, where's Mike going? He's surfing here, he's surfing there. Great. And then, he's, then they sell that data to marketers. Well, when you're on open DNS, that's not going to occur. Um, the, the cable providers don't, won't know where you're going. And number two, when you surf on the OpenDNS, you're not going to go to malicious. You're not going to let you go to malicious sites that they know right. of. And you can also, if you have young kids in there, you can actually sign up and set filtering to say, I don't want the kids to go to porn sites. I don't want them to go to whatever, what other malicious mm -hmm. site you think is malicious. You can actually configure that so anybody in your network would not go and do things on your network that you wouldn't be proud of or that you'd have to explain to the FBI. Okay, got it. <laughs> So if you're, if, if, you're, if you're using open DNS, does it still, or is it over, does it still make sense or is it overkill to, you know, have one separate, you know, standalone computer for brokerage and banking? Uh, great question. I don't think it's overkill. I think it's smart to keep your brokerage and banking on a machine that you are going to do your darndest to not go surf anywhere else. Um, you should also en enable two-factor authentication. Um, if the if the brokerage and banker banking facilities allow it, whether it be a Ubico mm -hmm. key, um, uh, whatever it could be there, so that you get extra security. But I would tell you to try to not surf anywhere else when you're using yeah. that separate machine. It's never overkill these days. Um, you just don't want to be the vector they use to get into your accounts. Now with this whole solar wind things, your bank could have been compromised already, um, right? So you can do all the all the protection you want, but then the tools that these companies are using get compromised, and then we're all just victims. Um, so. I would tell you to just use a separate machine. It's definitely better than, than not doing that. You don't want your 18-year-old or your 17-year-old surfing whatever they're surfing after you've done your banking or before. <laughs> yep. Yeah, understood. Understood. And, and you know, I'm just going to guess. Maybe you said it before, but I haven't. if you have, I haven't heard it. But I'm going to guess you don't do banking on your phone. So I hadn't done banking on my phone for quite some time. Um, however, uh, we have purchased a, a place – uh, south as a, a safety valve and escape of Connecticut at some point. And in order to do things, you need the ability to do it through a tool like your phone. Um, so I did acquiesce and uh, am starting to use that technology, you know, gingerly. Um, makes me nervous. 
Um, so I'll tell you, I don't like that I have to use it, but I have to use it because I can't go to an ATM down there to move yeah. my money around up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a I necessary know. tool. Very good. All right, guys. Appreciate All right, Mike. Information. You're welcome, sir. Good luck. Bye. But yeah, I mean, these tools are out there and try to use two-factor authentication, try to use um, extra security where you can try not to use that secondary device that you've dedicated to banking or your financial planning and what have you for anything other than that. Um, because you don't know where you surf. It, you could literally finish your, your banking and then start saying, geez, I, I'm, I'm really interested in sea turtles. And you start searching for sea turtle art or whatever. And all of a sudden you're clicking on a malicious picture of a sea turtle and uh i don't know they're in your system i mean it sounds crazy but it's not <laughs> that's what happens we're gonna step out for a quick break get to your calls sally joe bob hang on this is computer talk we'll be right back and we are back we're definitely going to fly now. Um, this is Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, just on the, our Facebook page here, uh, Dan says that AT&T TV carries Nessun. So I think you can actually get a streaming service from AT&T. So maybe there's an option for you. Um, you may not want their Internet service, but they may offer a, a streaming service. And so Nessun's there. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Sally in Weathersfield first. What's going on, Sally? You know, I play a program, PokerStars.net. PokerStars, you winning or you losing? Uh, gee, I'm winning. Oh, good for you. But now I can't get into it. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden it comes up, and this is in the, within the last week, uh, rational updater client software has stopped working. All right, so it's not being very rational. Not at all. Hmm. And I can't get into my $16 million I have in there. Sixteen million fake dollars, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> all right. So fun to do when you're stuck at home all the time. I hear you. I'm a. I love playing poker with live, um, real people in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Online yeah. poker. I'm not too. Not too. I don't have a lot of fun. Yes, I do too. But because uh, I, I wouldn't go to the casino now. No. For any reason. I hear you. Um, I'm trying to see if PokerStars has issues. Have you? Uh, what's your uh, browser? Have you updated your browser lately? What is that? I, I know very little about computers. Let me tell you. That's okay. Um, okay. So, what are you using to go to PokerStars? What's your? What tool are you using? What is it a laptop? A PC? Is it a tablet? What are you using? Oh no, no. It's like you know the big big box, your regular computer. All right. So you're going on a computer. Is it running Windows Seven? Windows Ten? Do you know the operating system? Seven. Windows 7, so it's the older yeah. operating system. Yeah. Um, your I have browser... the 10, but not in there. Okay. Your browser may be the part of the issue. Um, your browser would be, if you're getting to PokerStars, you're going to go ahead and surf using the Beach Ball. Are you using the Beach Ball, which is Google Chrome? Are you using the Fox, which it, the Fox kind of cuddled okay. around the world? Do you know what you're using when you get to, to bring up PokerStars, or is it, a, is it an app? Is it an uh, application? I, oh, I have it, you know, where it's been in there for so long. And yeah. I have the little thing on my right on, on my your screen. Desktop? Oh, okay. So you have an actual desktop application app there, huh? Hmm. Yeah. You know, I just click it, and like there, I, I click it. Yeah. And it says and, it's not and being irrational. Focus stars update. Yeah. Have and, you and rebooted? Get, have yeah. you rebooted your computer and your modem and uh, yep. Yep. router? A couple okay. of times. All right. All right. 
They talk about clearing the application, and I can't go to this site for some reason um, because they're not secure from through within through tab here. So PokerStars has some things that talk about clearing the PokerStars cache, um, not your fake cache, <laughs> <laughs> but cache within this the tool itself. Um, that you I, I don't do that. So yeah, no, I know. So I'm at a site called Download uh, Down Detector, and PokerStars uh, appears to have gone down uh, somewhere around three o'clock, and it looks like they got it back online around six twenty or so. Is so, this a recent issue, or are you having? Has this been an issue going on for a while? Well, so I'm looking at what it did in the last twenty four hours. Yeah. So, you know, it looks like it went down for a while, and uh, according to this, it's up again. But you're still getting the error, right, Sally? Oh, yeah. I just did it again. All right. And so I can't. coming up. The site is not secure. So it's, from within tab, I'm not able to actually look at their uh, help. <laughs> I'm actually being oh. blocked by our security tools. Uh, oh. If I was at the station, I'd be able to. <laughs> 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 uh, but I can't hear. So unfortunately, I can't get you more help. But they do have 24-7 help uh, for all your online poker issues. So you, if you go to... Um, pokerstars.com you can go to their help and ask them because i'm not going to be of any help to you because i can't check for you oh okay i didn't know it was something that they could help me with I oh yeah they are computer. yeah they're very interested sally in having you play they want oh, your 16 sure. million dollars even, even my little play money yes oh yeah so i think you're going to have to go to them directly they do have a help area for 24 7 you should be able to get over to that maybe even put a little chat in describing your issue and they okay. might be able to tell you how to. I think you have to clear your cache in the program, if I had to guess, from what I've, I've kind of gleaning from what I can see. Um, when you say clear my cash, they're not going to take my my point. They're not. Cash. No, no, they're not taking your fake money. They're in cash. Yeah, <laughs> the cash in the in the program. You might have reached some sort of maximum because you've got sixteen million dollars. So clearly, you played for a little while. Oh, I've been playing for years. Yeah, so you probably have hit some sort of maximum on that tool that needs to be cleared or updated. Huh. So that's all I got for you, Sally. We can't see. We can't get the poker stars to see. We're being okay, blind. another thing I have is I get a lot of pop-up stuff. Yeah. How, how, why is that? That's because you play poker stars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, just kidding. I mean, uh, it's on my regular internet. Just I know. No, I know. Um, so what happens is when you browse, jealous, the... <laughs> you don't play it. <laughs> I am jealous. Sixteen million. You've won a lot, man. You've done. You've done pretty well. Uh, when you surf the internet, you you build up these you know, these pop-ups that will hit you eventually. Um, and so, again, if you used OpenDNS, you would be less apt to be impacted by pop-ups. We would tell you, um, gosh, I mean, there's pop-up blockers that we could recommend you put in your Chrome um, to stop that from happening. But if you configured OpenDNS on your system, that would be a way to reduce that type of stuff from occurring. DNS? Um, what's that? OpenDNS. Um, so... It's a tool that allows you to surf more securely on the internet. It's not well. It's more of a, a couple of IP addresses, that you have to put oh. in. And we, we can put some information on Computer Talk for you, Sally, that you can read and try to follow to implement it in your system. Uh, oh. But I, I just think it's because of your surfing. Eventually, you've come across these, these browser, um, not really hijacks, but they they're they're throwing this junk in front of you because of where you visited. And believe it or not, PokerStars could be part of that issue. Um, the way they make money off somebody, right? If you're not making, you're not paying them anything, right? No, no. So why would they be so interested in? Yeah, but they are so interested in getting you connected, right? For what reason do you think? 
Is well, to, I'm sure they like people. You know, uh, eventually, I'm sure they hope Connecticut will let you go with real money. Well, there's that, but I think they're also offering you advertisements of some kind through your usage of the tool. And so these types of places that give you access to stuff for free are trying to figure out how to monetize you. So they're not doing the, they're not putting it out for free, but yeah, eventually you're right. We're going to get online gaming here in Connecticut. I would assume we're we're out of money. We may as well go after everything. (laughs) (laughs) They got everything else, so I'm sure they'll have it eventually. Exactly, they'll tax your 16 million to you know. Actually, 16 million being taxed by this this legislature means you're going to have what maybe a 300,000 left after that. <laughs> They're not going to touch my little play money, thank God. <laughs> no. So yeah, we're not we're not too much help here for you, but we do have some links up here for you that we can put that you can take a look at getting help from Poker Stars as to their the problem with their system, Sally. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, sorry I couldn't be more help. That's right. Merry Christmas. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Let's move on to. Uh oh, we're going, Bob. We're going to go on to Joe in South Windsor next. What's going on, Joe? Uh, hi, uh, love your show. Um, I have a couple antivirus questions. All right. First one is, if you click on a, a link and then you're concerned that you did, if you run... Uh, <laughs> the regretted click. <laughs> right. If you run uh, Malwarebytes Premium and then Defender and and it says that it hasn't detected anything, does that mean that the link wasn't a problem or... Uh, could they just not detect some problems? It doesn't mean anything, right? So it, you don't know if um, they just haven't seen anything because that's why you use multiple tools to protect you, multiple layers. Um, you've got your OpenDNS, you've got your Defender, you've got your whatever tools you're using. Those multiple um, layers of protection are hopefully going to lessen your chance of getting into trouble. Um and the bad guys may not implement the thing into your system until later, you know? Whatever they've downloaded or whatever they've tried to inject into your browser is not necessarily going to happen instantaneously. They're not, oh, hey, we got Joe. We got a hot one here. He clicked on this. Not necessarily. I mean, if you're a smart bad guy, you're going to wait. You're going to wait until later, and then that way you are not. You have no idea when or how you got your, your infection. Um, that's a, that's the example of solar winds. Solar winds infection has was occurring for months and months and months and months and months, and they just found it. So, you never know. Just so be careful. So, really, um, even though you have antivirus software, you it doesn't you do anything until the bad. You can't. Right. The antivirus no. can't do anything until the thing tries to do something. Right. If if, if the thing you download it doesn't actually execute or run or do anything. Antivirus is not going to notice anything has occurred yet. It's nothing. It's dormant, right? Okay. So then, when it does try, it should stop. Uh, if you have that on your system, it, it should, should detect it. It should. Yes, that's the whole point. Yep. Okay. And you get you got to trust it. Okay. And then a, another quick question. Can I put um, you on hold then, Joe? We're coming up against a sure. hard break. We'll put you on hold, Joe, and get to your second question. A couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back after this break.
laid back Saturday morning. <laughs> Thanks to Joe in the studio. Uh, back in Farmington. We are here in the hermetically sealed studios of uh, East Hartford, Connecticut. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and Joe is still on the line. He had a second question. You still there, Joe? Yes. What's going on? What was your second question? Um, antivirus software sometimes has real-time protection where you can turn on and off things like web, malware, ransomware protection, and exploit uh, protection. Mm-hmm. What do those do, and what are the pros and cons of having them on or off? Well, uh, the pros are that if if the antivirus detects a malicious site that you're going to, it's going to stop you from going there. So those are important aspects of the antivirus. The problem with having it, though, on the one tool is that if that one tool misses it, right, you're going to end up going to a malicious site. And that's why companies like Tab recommend multiple layers of protections from different companies. You know, putting your all your eggs in a Microsoft basket or putting all your eggs in a Cisco basket or putting all your eggs in a Webroot basket or a Fortinet basket, to me, is really not smart. Um, because if that one company doesn't detect the issue, you're going to be impacted. If you have multiple layers, so if you ran OpenDNS, which is going to give you good malware protection, um, you could then have you know, the two technologies protecting you from malicious sites, WebRoots and or whichever AV you're using, and Cisco's, right? You just can't trust that one tool is going to protect you from them all. It's, you know, it's not like the one ring to bind you. It's the one ring to kind of nail you because you're only using one tool. Multiple tools is the best thing. Now, we would never tell you to run multiple antivirus or anything like that. We're, we're recommending running multiple approaches to security, right? You use, a, like ProtonMail offers a way to have malicious email blocked. So if, if you're not getting the bad phishing email, guess what? It's one company protecting you. Now, if, the, if somehow it slips through their email protection, you've got another company protecting you from that malicious link, let's hope, or yet another company in OpenDNS. So multiple, multiple ways to protect you is really what you want, as long as it doesn't impact performance, and none of those things would. So you want to enable it if you have it, or consider an alternative web defense technology like OpenDNS that does it for free for now for you. Do you understand? Yes, yeah, that's good. And does is Microsoft Defender and then like Malwarebytes Premium are should they be run together, or they uh, is would that give you this multiple protection you talked about? I would never run. The, the Microsoft tool, the Defender tool, it's, again, the Fox Garden, the Hen House. Um, it's Microsoft's built-in antivirus. I would have a, a, a secondary antivirus. And most likely, if you ran the professional version, right, Bob, of uh, Malwarebytes, it's got antivirus built in, and it'll turn off Defender. It, Correct. It, it won't let you run both. But then I would tell you to run OpenDNS, which is not a software. It's, a, it's an Internet browsing approach. So now you've got three protections, right? Your antivirus, your open DNS, um, and your and your uh, web defense. So that's the way I would approach it, if that makes sense. Okay, and then just the last question: uh, Browser Guard um, the, malware bytes says that somehow oh. reduces the amount of ads you get. Is there any pros and cons of running that? 
ad, ad blocking software has been out there for a while. So if they offer a way to block ads, that's great. Because I use the tools I recommend, I don't get those pop-ups that all those folks complain of. Do you, Bob? No. Mm-mm. So if you if you run OpenDNS and you run a good antivirus, you shouldn't be impacted by the pop-ups and the junk that come through through surfing naked on the internet. Um, so you shouldn't have. What I'm saying is you wouldn't need a browser guard <laughs> if you just did the things that I'm talking about. Generally, our, our solutions are never going to be 100. percent But in my experience, if I had the troubles you guys have out there in Radio Land, I would turn my computer off sometimes. <laughs> You shouldn't be deluged with pop-ups. Is you said a good antivirus software is Malwarebytes Byte Premium something you consider as a good antivirus program? I consider it a good remediation tool. I would use more of a, a Webroot um, as my AV versus uh, Malwarebytes. Webroot's a uh, a U.S.-based company. I think Malwarebytes is not U.S.-based. I'm not positive of that, but um, Webroot is a U.S. base. It's owned by Carbonite now. So I would I would tell you that Malwarebytes would be a remediation tool that I would consider should I should I ever get impacted by malware. Which, over the many years of you hearing me on the radio, I don't get impacted. The last time we were impacted um, was when my kid was like in middle school and he was looking up a Japanese baseball player, and I lowered my security a little bit thanks to a little glass of Merlot, and boom, I got hit with malware. Um, if you just do the things I'm doing, I'm just like you. I'm a regular guy that surfs regular things. Um, you should be in good shape. So is malware bites? What, what was the name of that program you just said? The one by Carbonite? Webroot. W e b r o o t. Yeah, it's a pretty good, good. AV tool. Great. All well, right. thank you, and thanks for the program. <laughs> Our pleasure, Joe. Thank you. Is it is it US Mal- based? Mal- no, Malwarebytes was uh, developed. Actually, is owned by Marcin Mar- Marcin Klesinski. I mm-hmm. hope I pronounced that right. Yeah. Who is from Poland? Okay. So, yeah. All right, but it's not U.S. based. So I want to bring up this news article because it's actually a Connecticut <laughs> a Connecticut story. Actually, let me correct that oh, because then he moved to Bensonville, Illinois. Oh. And he received his B.S. from the University of Illinois, where he's a member of the. Theta Chi fraternity. All right. So is it an American company? Uh, doesn't right. really say. He, he owns it. it. He owns it. All right. So. so there's a story I wanted to bring up. A Wilton, Connecticut mother has found herself with a large bill from, Microsoft, uh, from Apple, $16,000, thanks to her six-year-old who went on a spending spree in the App Store. So what the, the six-year-old was doing was using a uh, – a game called Sonic Forces and buying little rings um, in the in the app, and she is saying that it's not her fault that her six year old was buying it. She is talking about it being kind of a an addictive thing, and Apple's just you know a bad company for allowing this to happen. Of course, she did not have any what parental controls in place. Hmm. So, but she still feels it's Apple's fault, even though she handed her Apple phone to the kid and he racked up a $16,000 bill. We won't even talk about the fact that she wasn't looking at her credit card, Um, which, I mean, heck, my credit card goes off an alert if there's like a $30 charge to it. So I know what's going on my credit card. Uh, She doesn't think it's her fault. So again, this, this, the reason I bring this up is nobody thinks it's your fault anymore, guys. You're the parent. It's your kid. 
He's cranking up this discharge on your system, and it's Apple's fault? Now, $16,000 of fake little gold rings in a stupid app shouldn't occur, I agree. Apple is figuring they can make money off people who think there's value in little little gold rings in an a app. I mean, I guess you make your money however you want. But it's your, it's your job as the parent for crying out loud to put in parental controls. You might be that same parent that thinks I'm supposed to pay for your kid's college education because you took a loan out that uh, you didn't pay for. Is that the same idea here? I think it is. So it, you're, it's your kid. He, re he racked up the bill. Don't blame Apple. <laughs> Do some little parental controlling here, guys. Uh, it's not my fault or your, anybody else's fault. It is your fault. It is not Apple's fault. Um, so I'll, I'll put the link up here. You can read the story yourself. But come on. Everybody thinks it's somebody else's fault but their own. <laughs> Take some personal responsibility. We're going to step out for a – no, we're not going to step out because Joe said we have time to continue all the way through. We're going to go to Bob in Newington next. What's going on, Bob? Bob, you there? Yes, I am. What's going on, sir? Uh, I just recently had uh, my computer, iMac, wired up for a LAN connection. Yeah. And um, the wire is still hanging by the uh, computer because the back of the ports for my router, they're all filled up. Yep. Okay, you can go get a little little hub. You can go to, like, Staples or anything. Not a hub. It would be a switch. switch. Sorry. The hubs are obsolete. Uh, very obsolete. <laughs> Bob's right. They're called switches. Uh, he's exactly old, right. Old terms die hard. They do. <laughs> we still use the term Cat 5, but Cat 6 is really what's going on. So you want to get a little, what, 5-port switch, 8-port switch? You just pick them up at a, at a Staples or a Best Buy. They should have them in stock, maybe. <laughs> um, and just plug it into your router, and now you've got those additional ports. So do I just pick any particular port in the, on the router? Generally, you should be able to pick any particular port on the router these days. So if it's full, pick one of the ones that's, that's marked LAN. Unplug no. it. Okay, plug that wire into your switch and then get another cable and plug it from that port that you just unplugged and plug it into your switch, and you'll be good. Okay, and then plug the computer. Now, on the computer, are there any settings that I have to change from Wi-Fi to LAN, or does it automatically? If you have DHCP, it'll automatically get an IP address. Yeah, and it'll automatically detect that it's got a hard LAN connection. You don't want to have both running. Sometimes the laptop will allow both the Wi-Fi and the LAN connection to no, occur. No, this is, this is a, a desktop iMac. Right, but it's Wi-Fi, you said, right now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hooked up Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I would tell you to disable Wi-Fi if it's, if it's going to be connected hardwired. Don't have okay. them both running. I All found right. that with Windows. How do you, do, how do you just I'm not a Mac user, but you should be able to go to the network settings of the Mac um, and turn off that wireless interface. What were you going to say, Bob? Yeah, I was going to say with Windows 10, if you plug them both in, usually the wireless will go off after a few minutes. Usually. Not usually. in my case. <laughs> okay. But, well, yeah, don't run, I, don't run them both. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, by running them both, is that possible? I mean, do people do that and not know they're not supposed to? They do. And all sorts of weird things happen, especially in, especially in businesses. Um, really hard to troubleshoot networking issue when you're getting – your your network connectivity from two sources, and one's flaky. Oh. <laughs> so if you just connect, yeah, like Bob said, the, the Apple could even be smart enough to detect the hard wire and turn off the Wi-Fi, which would be great. Um, and that's what you should do. You don't want them both running. 
How do you think I should notice a difference in speed? Maybe, yeah. Um, so the hardwired connection is going to be a gigabit connection between your router and your Mac. Your wireless connection may be 100 megabits or whatever your wireless uh, broadcast is capable of doing. So do you, how old's your router? Uh, maybe four years old, three years old. Do you know what protocol you're running on? Is it is it AC? Is it G? Is it N? Do you oh, know what no. you're offering? You don't know? <laughs> no. So if you if you go into your router and figure or get the make and model of your router, you can look That's up. A Frontier what, router. Oh, it's from Frontier. Yep. Okay. Well, they could have given you a ten year old router for all you know. That's why I'm trying to get a better speed off my computer. Although they did put that net, uh, net, go net. Is that what it is? Go net speed? Yeah, they have it on my street. Oh my gosh, Bob, run yeah. to that right now. Really? Your next phone call is going to be to go net speed. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, are you kidding me? Fifty bucks a month, guaranteed for life, no data caps. I just got a warning from my Cox Internet at my house. Hey, Eric, you guys are using too much data. Be prepared for a big bill. Uh, oh, I cannot wait to get over to GoNet Speed or any any company that'll offer a capped usage internet service, guaranteed for life, Bob. Fifty bucks forever, one hundred fifty megabits up and down, no data caps. So do you think I'm paying more for that now with uh, Frontier? I don't even care what you're paying now with Frontier, but if you want a good Internet connection that's going to yeah. never go up on you, yeah. uh, I don't know what really? you're doing. I, mean, I know you're paying more for that for Frontier, I would guess. I mean, I can't imagine you're paying more than 50 bucks. Uh, it's going to be at least bucks. 10 times the speed. Yeah. Ten, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. I know that they strung it and they dropped off uh, some information in the mailbox and I would have been on the phone that day. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Have you listened to the show? Is this your first day listening to the show? Oh, no, no, no. But I, I've missed probably you guys talking to about it. All right, you uh, must have. You must, but you got, you got to listen more often, Bob. Here's your, here's your prescription. You got to listen more often, subscribe to the podcast, because you would have been happier. I, uh, I do have the podcast. I nice. I listen to the podcast, which I enjoy very much. Awesome. You guys do a great job there in informing the uh, community of all these uh, – Weird things going on, and actually, talk about weird things going on. My Mac yeah. did slow down quite a bit lately. Your network and, uh, did? My Mac, iMac. Oh, your Mac. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's got issues too. I know you're not an iMac guy. You mentioned right. that more than once, but uh, I, I still can't believe what people. All, all your calls are 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 based on uh, Microsoft problems, and I mean over the years. Very seldom I hear people coming in and, you know, uh, complaining about the Max. Although, like I say, the speed has been reduced somewhat. i got to right. figure out. And that's why I ran this LAN connector. But uh, never had a problem with uh, knock on wood. Yep. I know I know you warn everybody, but I never had a problem with uh, viruses or Good. having to update my pet virus packages like I did in the past with my Microsoft. Yep. So, um, so Bob, anyway. the, re the reason that nobody calls in about a Apple products is because, unfortunately, Microsoft has 99% of the market. Um, even in our client base of over 8,000 systems, I could count on maybe two hands how many Apple devices are in those 8,000 systems in the business world. Yeah. So well, Apple's I, still. I learned my lesson. I had my, my, my problems with the uh, PC years, years back, and then I yeah. swore I, I never. 
My wife accidentally called India one time because oh she thought it was a Microsoft uh, company because we had problems with the with the computer, and yeah. boy, did we get raked over the coals for a few bucks on that job. Yeah, yeah but, I hear you. Uh, I swore I'd never, once I got another computer, it was, was going to be an iMac. And it took a while. It's, it's not an easy system to learn. No. No matter what they tell you, you know. I know. But uh, it, it uh, was well worth it, though. Awesome. Well, if you do change to go net speed, let us know how it went and how. Do a, do a speed test, Bob, on your system right now. Okay. And also go find out how much you're paying for it. And then... Then go take a look at the the cheapest go net speed option is fifty bucks for one fifty down one fifty up. Um, that's all you need. It's plenty okay. of, plenty of performance. And if you do go to it, let us know how you like it because I'll definitely I, let you guys know about that. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Bob. Thank you very much for the uh, the tip. All right. Good luck. Go get that switch. Yeah, go get that switch exactly. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> So uh, when I came home from the show on Saturday, what does my first thing my wife tell me? Our, our Amazon account's been compromised. I'm like, really? How do you find that out? They called us. <laughs> now, she didn't fall for it either, but she got freaked out about it a little bit. Um, I'm like, nobody's calling from Amazon telling you your account's been compromised. All you do is go on the account, and it's fine. <laughs> uh, but don't fall for that, guys. These phone, these these phishing schemes are pretty popular. They're calling you. That's you know, it's the old, you know, do you have Prince Albert in a can, you know, thing. Let them out. You know. Well, let me install some software on there and give me your password while we're at it. Right, and your credit card. <laughs> and your credit card. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've had people talk about the fact that they've given these bad guys six hundred, seven hundred dollars to have them bang around their computer fixing nothing. So if anybody calls you from Microsoft, it's fake. If anybody calls you from Amazon, if anybody calls you uh, even from the IRS, uh, even from the government, no one's calling you. Yeah, I got a call last week. Yeah. My Social Security card or number was suspended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, suspended. That call is very common. I heard somebody handle that call. They, the, guy, uh, the person on the, on, the, uh, on the recipient of the call says, okay, all right, so uh, what's my number? And the guy is asking, well, no, you tell me your number. I said, well, if it's you're calling me, you should know my number. <laughs> Mine was a robocall telling me to call back. It gave me a number. Oh, it wasn't even, even a real person. Uh, even creepier. So don't fall for that stuff, guys. There's going to be a lot of those phishing schemes out there, a lot of those tricks that are going on out there. Feel free to get along. We have uh, plenty of time left, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Uh, while we're waiting for your calls, I'm going to bring up another news item because that Wellington story is not enough. Here's another one. A guy was playing with a Google Cloud free trial. <laughs> free trial. And he ended up with a $72,000 bill from Google. Um, and this is a former Google employee who was playing around with their, their Google Cloud to, to see how it all worked and was going to get things spun up over there. And before you knew it, he was getting whacked with $5,000 hits because of the CPU usage that was happening on the database that he loaded up on the Google Cloud. So again, cloud is an expensive solution. No, don't don't let anybody tell you that just going to the cloud is going to save you money. Um, in many in many cases, it costs you many times over that. We see that with our voice over IP business for self for uh, phone systems for our business clients. You know, they get quoted thirty five dollars a handset per month forever. 
versus just buying a handset. And if you just did the math over the, the life expectancy of a 15 years of a phone system, you're going to pay five times for that phone system versus buying one that'll have all the same capabilities except the phone system is in your four walls and not in the cloud where they're charging you $35 a handset. So be careful. We'll put the link up here on this experiment and you can take a look at it. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Joe back in Farmington uh, for taking handling the calls and engineering. I want to thank Mike G for doing everything for us, posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And uh, I guess we're not going to see you until uh, after Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Uh, be safe out there. And you know, buy local if you can. Uh, that's the key here is support what we have here in Connecticut because it's going to be a long road back to recovery after this COVID thing. See you next time. regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed PowerCash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase that's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.